0: Welcome to More Tea Vicar, our weekly podcast about culture, theology and life, where Wayne and I sit down and talk about a live issue and how we as followers of Jesus can respond. This week we're talking about being tired Yes we are Wayne. Last did week, I do that well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week we had a conversation with somebody off air that makes it sound a little bit more dramatic um, about tiredness and because we were talking about what what we might talk about in future weeks and, and this person said we have banned the phrase I'm tired in our household um, because it just loses its meaning and we say it all the time and and um, she said, "I think you need to talk about tiredness because it's something that is going on for a lot of people, but it's not actually being talked about a lot in the public sphere." No, because we're trying to, you know, we're trying to get back,
1: get back to where we were, get excited, do things. You know, everybody's, you know, hey. Um, then you bump into people all the time. They go, "Oh, I mean, yeah." People are struggling to get out of bed. Um, I mean, I'm just talking about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, my children think I'm not narcoleptic. But um, that's 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 another podcast. <laughs> um, okay, so tired.
0: Go on. So we're we're not re- opening newspapers. Not that people really open newspapers these days, or opening apps, or um, watching the news, or, or listening to people talking on um, podcasts huh, or wherever. Um, that the narrative publicly is not about tiredness, but yet. It seems to be something that is a feature of life at the moment, which is not surprising, given that actually, that the quantity of changes that we've been through in the last two and a half years as a society, um, where we've had to deal with a global pandemic, adjustments that have come as a result of that, um, and then um, we've been thrown into the kind uh, of the, the ripple effect of. A massive war going on on our continent, and are bracing ourselves for adjustments to food and fuel prices that may come in the coming year, and so that uncertainty and volatility um, does create a kind of low-level anxiety, which plays into um, the the kind of the, the struggle that people are having as they emerge from patterns of life that they built in the pandemic and wanted to keep and yet also wanting to return to patterns of life that they had before the pandemic, and how do they marry those two things together?
1: And the... um... The good news, listener, actually no, it's not good news. <laughs> the bad news, listener, is 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 the pandemic and the war in the Ukraine aren't the cause of all of this and so forth. so when they end, it'll all go away. Yeah. Uh we let's we've talked about these in previous podcasts, but we yeah. we cited a guy called Andy Crouch who wrote a paper um at the start of the pandemic in which he said COVID was like Sarajevo in nineteen fourteen. It's the match that set off a bonfire. Yeah. And um and we've we've recorded a podcast where we talked about a VUCA
0: world. Yes, we have. V
1: U C A. James, I'm going to
0: test you. I, I can remember the first two, which is uh, go on. Uh, v stands for. Oh, I've said them already. Volatile. Yeah. Second uncertain. one. Uncertain. Yeah. C. Complex. Oh, complex. Okay. And A. Ambiguous.
1: Okay. So we live in a volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world. Okay. Which means that actually it's very it's quite difficult to na- to navigate, and that's been coming. And then um, Alvin Toffler. I don't know if he's. I think he's dead. Uh, okay. Wrote a book. I think it's 1970, but called Future so- Future Socks. Future Socks sounds like something you might buy in TK Maxx. Um, <laughs> future Shock, uh, in which he said that it would come a time where we would become overwhelmed by constant change. So if you yeah. think about, um, if you think about the the rate of change in our world yeah, compared yeah. to our parents, yeah, yeah, our grandparents, their grandparents, yeah. um, that re- that that constant
0: change begins to overwhelm us and tires us. So so. And you even see that when you watch movies. I mean, our our children will not watch a movie that was produced um, uh, before they were born um, because they say, it's so slow, the scenes are so long, there's so little happening in comparison to what they watch today. So what you have just described manifests itself in the stuff that we watch. Have have you watched, uh, I'm going on a tangent, have you watched Lawrence of Arabia? By the way, I could tell that Wayne was going on a tangent by his by his body language, which you couldn't see as you were listening. No, no, to No, 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 no. Have you seen? No, James? I haven't seen Lawrence. Okay, well, okay, there's, there's far a, there's too f- dull. There's <laughs> so little happening.
1: David Lean, was... every scene is a is a, is a, is a portrait. Anyway, Omar was... Sharif rides out of the desert for about six weeks, and and literally he's just there, <laughs> and he gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I I want my kids to see this because I'm going to go. This is you yeah. know. Anyway, I, there I we think go. it was
0: produced before I was born. Maybe my children are doing exactly the same was. thing as me. Um, yeah. Anyway.
1: so, so Okay, so, so we are in a world that actually if the pandemic hadn't happened yeah, and if the war in Ukraine hadn't happened and if the global food crisis and cost-of-living crisis hadn't happened, we, we're still actually going to tire us. Yeah. Okay, so, so being tired is part of modern life. Yeah, it is. Right,
0: fix it for me, James. Okay, <clears throat> so um, the secular world will reach for things that will medicate um, or assuage its tiredness so it will reach for the fun things that will become an antidote to the tiredness and sometimes they result in people feeling more tired so um, staying up later and partying or um, uh, unhealthy habits that lead to addictions Um, uh, they'll also reach for things like holidays um, or Shorter working weeks, so there'll be there'll be rhythms that people will look for, or getaways that people will look for, or lifestyles that people will look for that will help them to um, to deal with the what they perceive to be the causes of the tiredness that they're experiencing. And we as Christians can fall into similar kinds of traps. So we can, instead of you know having a glass of red wine. Um, more than we might have um, of a Tuesday evening, we might then say, you know, actually, God, can you help me to feel less tired and still carry on doing exactly the same things? Or we can say to ourselves, actually, we're going to um, uh, we're going to go away and we're going to have a nice restful holiday somewhere, um, and then we'll come back and we'll feel better about. It. Something we might ask. I, God I was what, imagining what he wants you. I don't say. know why.
1: I was just imagining you, you and Nikki having a glass of red wine on Tuesday evening. But For some funny reason, you were sat on your sofa in my imagination. You had it. You, you'd put on a cravat. <laughs> As in that kind I, of like. I don't like, drink wine and I don't, and have, the, cravats. I, I don't have cravats. In I case don't you're worried, know, <clears <clears <but throat> like oh, the so, way to raise <laughs> my tiredness. Is, a, <laughs> is I will wear a cravat and drink a glass of wine on so, a Tuesday so night. So we can we can Sorry. fall
0: into those we can fall into those mistakes of yeah. kind of reaching for things that we think will help us to feel differently about the situation that we're in without actually the situation that we're in changing so the world the culture um outside of the gospel is always works based righteousness
1: it's always yeah. workspace based towards something and, and as christians we can fall into this as well which yeah. is actually you're tired what you need to do is you you know you uh you need to get you know not take your phone to your bedroom that's actually i mean these are good yeah, things yeah, yeah. but actually we get a list of whole good things and if you do this if you don't take your phone to your bedroom and you go to bed at 10 o'clock and you get up at this time and you yeah. don't you know you don't. Have caffeine after one PM and all this, and you do all these, you do all these things. All these things will mean that you're not going to be tired.
0: Yeah, but, and, but what we've said, yeah, and somewhere along the line, almost every Christian that has been a Christian for more than five years will have heard a Christian speaker somewhere advocate the Sabbath principle that actually, if you know, we're we're not made to run hard constantly. We're made to be a people who are um, resting because God rested. And that is true, but if that idea of rest and rhythm comes without relationship, then it will just be another form of works-based righteousness, which you've just explained. Okay, so what, So the
1: key principle here is tiredness um, is a symptom of life without God. Yes. Um, so, so, and actually, if you're listening to this and you're a Christian... That might be your starting point. Where am I living life without God? Where am I in charge of my life? Where am I um, running hard in my own strength? Because, dear friend, that's probably, I'm talking to myself here, that's probably where we'll find Mm. where we're tired.
0: Yeah. Okay, so
1: push on, James, please. Because
0: actually the Sabbath um, was meant for relationship with God. God was calling a people out of slavery um, to be in relationship with him to spend time with him um not so that they could have a better work life balance back in Egypt uh, and so we need to be really careful when we when we as Christians are listening to a a, a narrative that is going on conversationally rather than in the in the public sphere around tiredness we need to just catch ourselves and understand, well, what does Jesus have to say about tiredness? What does he say, James? Well, interestingly, he doesn't have anything to say about it in the passage that we're going to allude to. But he is found to be tired. So the version in front of me said, Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. And and so we're in John chapter 4 and Jesus with the Samaritan woman. And though he was tired, he then found himself engaging with the woman who was broken. And out of that conversation in which he um, articulates a word of knowledge about her life and explains the truth of his identity and invites her into relationship with him and his heavenly father comes um uh, uh, what looks like a mini revival amongst the samaritans um and so this beautiful thing emerges so uh, tiredness in in that instance doesn't preclude um engaging with the kingdom god gave um god the father gave his son enough um to respond to what was in front of him even in his tiredness so so you've you've um begun to
1: speak in a biblical truth there that I heard in a kind of non, like in a secular podcast, um, Mm. Patrick Lencioni, where he talked about that when people talk about being tired, so Jesus is talking about being physically tired there, Mm. but actually in culture when we talk about being physically tired, what we then think is we need to take away something or we need to take away the thing yeah. that we think will tire you so he talked yeah. about get how, better rhythms do so he talks yeah. about if people are tired at work at the moment yeah the, the obvious solution is to give people more work from home whereas he said actually sometimes it's, it's it's kind of he said it's the reverse the obvious solution some the actual solution that works is sometimes to get people into a, into a better habit of coming and connecting and working where they should yeah. work and, and, and having work and home yeah you know with distinction of that. but what's happened there is jesus in his tiredness but in his in his kind of um, vocation and his purpose through kind of uh, incarnation is is that actually he steps into what he who he you know who we know he's the second person mm. the Trinity he's God he's come here to save and rescue and she turns up and he doesn't go oh I'm tired I can't engage and yeah. um, the Father gives him enough to to do what he's called to do and actually you can think of probably in our lives but actually I can think of in lots of stories time where people will talk about life being a little bit overwhelming, life being mm. tiring, but yet when they step into their vocation or their ministry that God has got them to do, yeah. that there comes an energy and there comes a, a purpose and there comes a sense of not being tired that, is, um, that that fuels almost the rest of them, that actually it's basically when when we get close to Jesus and we get close to what Jesus would have us do, that, that there we find life itself.
0: Well, just this last week you were... Joking about the fact that you don't work very hard, and and, and I think the last Statement four fact. the last four months is probably the hardest. I think I've seen you work in the from 12 a very years. low bar no, in in, <laughs> yeah. in, the, in the sort of twelve years that we've been working together. Um, I might be wrong, but but that's been my observation from the outside and, and um, or from close quarters actually. And and you you uh, um, I can't remember you moaning about tiredness in that season you've you've had this massive project around our buildings. You can go on our website if you don't know about that. Um, and, and you've been essentially helping to govern that process as chair of our church council. Um, but you, you've you been stepping into what God has gifted you to do in a season that we've been called to do that. And God has given you strength and energy. That doesn't mean to say that you're not tired no, now, you're no, no. not yeah, feeling yeah, yeah. tired. But but I what I've seen at, at close quarters is... Um, a hope in the Lord, to quote Isaiah, about what he is doing and him renewing your strength as you've done it.
1: But if I was going to push further, because like last week, in a week where I probably didn't have the time to do it, I had I had to go away for nearly two days for a um, trustees meeting of a... Um, wonderful organisation I've become a trustee of and those two days were quite hard work because I was yeah. relationally engaged with people m- and most of whom I've never met before so you're spending a lot of time yeah. trying to get to know people find out about them tell your yeah. story hear their story uh, trustees you're answering a lot of questions your brain is ticking the whole time and you're yeah. thinking uh, and yet the whole thing was birthed in prayer was about finding out what Jesus wants for our charity yeah. um, and and I came back and it felt more like a retreat than yeah. two days of work Yeah. Um, and that's the my whatsapp
0: um, uh, channel with you was just because yeah. like actually filled in... <laughs> with messages. You would clearly been energized by, yeah. and,
1: and 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 yet it had been tiring. Yeah, but it, but I wasn't tired. And that's the bit where that's the bit where culture says tired, stop, do less. And and actually, faith in the
0: gospel says tired. Are you running with Jesus and what Jesus would have you yeah. run to do? Because as, as we know, He will for our own benefit place limitations sorry place limits in our lives he he will lead us to rest he will lead us to places um and into into those rhythms and patterns that are going to help us and he'll convict us of where we are stepping into idolatrous patterns of behavior by believing that we are indispensable to everything that goes on around us so
1: tiredness is the symptom of a world that doesn't live with jesus and actually i think in christian life tiredness this type of tiredness we're talking about can be a symptom of yeah. I don't really believe Jesus are you enough. Yeah. Um, and so I, I need to add. Yeah. Uh, whether it be others or me. Yeah. Um, and that you find if when I find that actually I, I'm going to choose to live under you and I'm going to choose to believe you you are enough, yeah. come to me all who... I'm gonna try, I don't know if there's a song about this one. There must be a song about come to me all who are weary and I will give all you who rest. Weak, yeah. You know, I'll yeah. give you rest take my yoke upon you. Yeah, Matthew you know, 11. Um, and yeah. my... um. I was once at a conference and my, um, my vicar in London was speaking at the conference and he said, I think there's a lot. Of, he said, I just think there's a, lot of, there's a lot of leaders in the room and you're tired. <laughs> and he said, and you could see all these people nodding. And he said, and actually it's been hard work. And they all kind of nodded. And he said, it's been, it's been a strain, hasn't it? Yeah. He goes, Jesus says my yoke is easy and my burden is light. He said, so if it's not easy and it's heavy. And he just smiled really gently and then firmly said, I do think you need to see if you're carrying Jesus' burden or your own. and in that you know you know and but actually that's you know that's the first thing you should do the
0: discipline in that is being willing to say no to things so it is important to step back from things but it's important to step back from the things that actually are um not what god has for you and i I had to do this last week so i was invited to do a, a couple of things around um, the church's response in the city, around the Ukraine crisis, which I've been involved in, um, and actually having... Uh, I just had a sense of I need to reduce the amount that I'm doing here because this is the point at which um, I I best exit these journeys. Um, and it it wasn't... I know that the people receiving those emails would have been a little bit disappointed or frustrated with me because they would have wanted me to do what they wanted me to do. And I was essentially saying no. But actually, I, I, I know because um, it was a compelling spirit going back to the five CSs of Alpha, so commanding scripture, um, compelling spirit, circumstantial signs, counsel of the saints, and common sense. Well done. I just had a compelling spirit that actually it, it, it was time for me just to pull back a bit from that, and just knowing that actually there, as there are there are times for us to step into what God is asking us to do, there are also times for us to step out of what God is, God has asked us to do, um, and and just to offer what we're doing up to the Lord and say, actually, you're Lord of my life. You get to decide what I am to do and not to do. And so I'm going to submit myself to you. So the antidote to tiredness is live your life with
1: Jesus Mm. uh, uh, and listen to him and trust him Mm. uh, and and do what he asks you to do.
0: Yes. Putting it simply. Yeah, but then not to live that before others in this um, social narrative smugly. (laughs) So what we don't want to do is we don't want to listen to this podcast think, Great, Jesus is the solution to my problems. I am going to live my life smugly because I've got the solution in front of others. Who I'm don't sorry, I can't solution. help
1: out arranging the Year Six leavers party at my primary school because Jesus told me not to.
0: That's going to be a really wins- yeah, yeah, winsome yeah, yeah, apologetic yeah. to a non-Christian culture. But actually, just acknowledging—maybe it's just acknowledging—that actually the way, the only way that we can we can do this is under god's guidance because we know that he knows us better than we know ourselves and that's that's just a a different way of communicating the same thing that's going on on the inside and so we just need to check ourselves that when we when we discover the solution that god has for us we we remember that actually it's him that provided it for us not we that invented it so that we could discover it excellent i think i might go have a lie down (laughs) thanks for listening